You're listening to Catholic Chicago. Ahead, the Archdiocese of Chicago brings you programs about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Welcome to Catholic Chicago. I'm editor of the Chicago Catholic, and welcome to Beyond the Headlines. This is where we take a look at the people um, making the news in the Archdiocese of Chicago that we report in the Chicago Catholic. You can follow us at chicagocatholic.com. So today we have as our guest is Deacon Jim Norman. He's the new vicar for deacons in the Archdiocese of Chicago. So we thought we'd take a little time to get to know him, talk about the diaconate in Chicago. It's very diverse. It's very large and um, the role deacons play in our church life. So welcome, Deacon Jim. Hi, good afternoon. Thank you for having me. So you're t- you've are you been working in the secular world for a long time, yeah? What's your background? Um, I started out uh, in um, with Oscar Mayer in uh, 1986, uh, moved through roles from security guard, through operations management, then to human resources. I ended my career with Kraft Foods as a vice president of human resources, diversity and community involvement in 2013. Wow. Okay. So you've been retired for a little bit, kind of enjoying the life. And what, um, what made you decide to, to apply to become vicar for Diakon? It seems like it's a big kind of responsibility. Plus the eight, but you well, know what, your HR background, I imagine, helps a lot too. Yeah, I, I guess first I, I ought to qualify. I failed retirement, eh. uh, so I retired in 2013. I did some consulting, HR and diversity consulting for two years, uh, and then I came on with the Archdiocese of Chicago as a director of vicariate operations for Vicariate Six. So the HR guy moved to become a finance and operations guy for the Archdiocese of Chicago for the last seven years. Um, I was, um, you know, kind of open to kind of exploring what God would do with me next. So that was a director of Vicariate Operations for seven years. And as I kind of prayed to God, what do you want me to do next? This opportunity came up um, and it seemed like um, God pointing direction for me again, as he did with my moving into the diaconate in 2013. Um, So this opportunity was presented and a great opportunity to apply all my previous experience in human resource, human resources, leadership development and change management. So can you tell people about the, a little bit about the diaconate in, in Chicago? It's, it's one of the largest, or we believe it's the largest in the country world. It is actually the largest diaconate in the world uh, with over 460 active deacons. 
Uh, and if we talk about total deacons, those including those retired, it, it moves into the realm of over 700. Um, the deacons has a threefold ministry, uh, service to the word, uh, which we all do by virtue of our baptism, service to the liturgy, so a service inside the mass, mass, and then we have a, a service to the poor and acts of charity, uh, which is a, a, the third part of our ministry. And so, so this office is about su supporting the ongoing development um, and support of deacons and their wives, intellectual, pastoral, spiritual, and social development. Why does the why does Chicago have such a big diaconate community? Do you think it probably was one of the first? Certainly, was one of the first uh, once the, the diaconate was brought back in 1972. Uh, the first to initiate um, that effort, um, and and I think that has something to do with it. I think there's also uh, the large Catholic presence in Chicago. Um, that history has something to do with it. Um, I think it's also, you know, the great offices, um, the Institute for Formation is a great office and a great outreach. I think the men and women in the diaconate community sharing with others um, the role, how they benefited from the role, the value of the role, and reaching out to others has a lot to do with it as well. Now, it's a big, uh, it's a long formation process. It's like it's several years. Four right? years. Four years. Four years in the English formation program and five years in the uh, Spanish language formation, the Instituto. So what's all involved in that formation? I know that's not part of, you do the post-formation -form right. work, but can you, having gone through it and stuff? So, so the first year is a year of aspirancy. Um, and that's where you're getting to know more about what is required of, of you as a deacon, um, getting to know the church in a more intimate way and discerning the call to, to the diaconate. And then the next three years are formal formation. Um, uh, I, I, I explained it to uh, my senior vice president um, at Kraft Foods this way uh, to, to have an understanding. You think of um, an MBA program. I'm going to courses two nights a week, and every other weekend, there's something going on for the formation and development. Mm. I'm committing to prayer daily. Um, through the process, um, I'm still going to my church. I'm going to other churches. So it's a, in terms of time commitment, I'm involved in, I was involved in um, mentor groups with other deacon couples, my wife and I going through that process. That was once a month. Um, so it, it is a, it's a time commitment. Um, and it's working on all those aspects, the intellectual, pastoral, the spiritual, social, the emotional aspects uh, of for, uh, informing you over that four-year period. So it's quite a bit of a time commitment, but somehow God makes it work. Mm. Um, the Holy Spirit intervenes at times. I remember, you know, I'd, I'd be leaving, flying to New York, uh, coming back that night because I had a class, 
or I'd be doing papers in the airport. Um, there are no wasted moments when you're in the program. The four years passes by very quickly, um, but it is a blessing and a gift uh, to everyone involved that not only the, the, the deacon candidate, but the wife and the family. I've always thought that was interesting that the wives take part in the, the classes as well and journey along with you. They, they have an option to fully participate in all the classes, or they can go to only the key events. And usually the key events are on weekends, which makes it easier, you know, for a spouse to break away and, and, and because of family obligations. But certainly key events are required. The others are optional. Some wives do take advantage and participate fully through all the programs and attend classes. And, you know, you, you think about it is a kind of a familial um, vocation, right? Because <clears throat> it's not just, it doesn't just impact you as the deacon. You know, you've got the family that um, is part of that whole process and will be part of the process going forward, right? The through the and through the through the whole process, the wife has to give her consent, consent to you know consider aspirancy through the aspirancy stage, consent through uh, all stages of formation, and 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 that final consent uh, before ordination. Oh, I didn't realize that was a formal kind of consent process. That's interesting. Right. So. Um, for many of us, without the wife's support, the family's ongoing support and encouragement, it, it, it wouldn't be possible. Yeah, I can totally, I can totally imagine. Okay, you know what, well, we're going to take a quick break, but then when we come back, I wanted to find out about your vocation specifically and how God called you to the diaconate. So this is Joyce Deriga from um, Chicago Catholic. This is Beyond the Headlines, and we'll be right back. Catholic Charities offers a wide variety of volunteer opportunities to those who want to share their time and help us serve people in need. Whether it's stocking the shelves of our food pantries, helping refugees learn the English language, tutoring school-aged children, becoming a mentor to young adults, sorting clothes in our clothing rooms, serving hot meals to those who are facing homelessness, or delivering meals and making cards to lift the spirits of our homebound seniors, we are deeply grateful to all those who want to join in our mission of mercy. Volunteer opportunities are updated weekly for people of all ages at ccofchicagovolunteer.com or just call us at 312-655-7053. That's 312-655-7053. Thank you for helping us follow Jesus' call to serve our neighbors in need. This is year 44 for me teaching. When I started here, there were teachers here that had taught me 
when I was a student. Now I'm the old person. <laughs> right now, I teach junior high math. I love when kids find what I'm teaching to be fun and they get it. They see that light bulb go off and it's a thrill. People are always amazed. What? what? You're here for 44 years? It's hard for me to believe, frankly. <laughs> I love what I do. Every summer I think, oh, I miss the classroom. Even on the weekends, I think I can't wait to get back on Monday and teach those quadratic equations. <laughs> Shape the next generation of leaders. Teach. Apply today at artchicago.org slash schooljobs. Do you have an old bicycle that's not being used? Consider donating it to Catholic Charities Veterans Bike Project of Lake County. Skilled volunteers are refurbishing bicycles to make them safe and ready to be used by veterans to get to and from their new places of work. We also gratefully accept financial contributions that are used to purchase bike helmets and other safety accessories. Our veterans have faithfully served the United States and now it is our privilege to serve them. For more information on the Veterans Bike Project of Lake County, call 847-782-4219. That's 847-782-4219. Welcome back to Beyond the Headlines. My name is Joyce Tariga, editor of the Chicago Catholic. And just want to give a quick shout out to the newspaper. If you go to chicagocatholic.com, you can see um, our latest stories. We have some coverage of um, the Catholic community in Highland Park following that mass shooting and the, um, the response there. And as always, you know, we have Cardinal Supich. He writes pretty regularly, so you can check out his column on chicagocatholic.com. You can also sign up for our free e-newsletter and follow us on social media. So today our guest is Deacon James Norman. He's the new vicar for deacons for the Archdiocese of Chicago. So welcome back, Deacon Jim. Thank you. So before we took a break, <coughs> excuse me, um, I mentioned that I wanted to hear about your vocation to the, and we ask this a lot of times when people are, are getting ordained, you know, how God called you, how God worked through all of that, because you could share your story. So uh, I think it began um, very early. So I, I always had the modeling of um, priests and nuns pouring into my life. I went to grade school at Our Lady of Sorrows and then Precious Blood. I went to high school at St. Ignatius College Prep. And at my church, which is Our Lady of Sorrows Basilica on the west side of Chicago, Jackson and Kedzie, um, there were two deacons that were in that first deacon class. Um, that I prob that I owe a lot to because I saw them um, as role models, um, black male role models of faith, uh, men of faith who raised families uh, and had lo in loving relationships. So having that that model of the deacon, I saw that after my corporate career, in some way I would be engaged and serve my local parish whether that were just volunteering and helping clean the parish hall or helping with the breakfast for the homeless on the second and fourth Saturday of each month. So I began thinking about how I would serve and how I was being called to serve. And I began to learn more about 
uh, being a deacon and the diaconate program. I started inquiring probably at about the age of 40, and I uh, kept coming up with excuses. Uh, you know, the kids are too young now. I don't know if there'll be more relocations in my corporate career. Uh, maybe this isn't the right time. Maybe I should just wait. Um, I went for my um, a role in New Jersey as a director of human resources for what was formerly the snacks, uh, Nabisco, but it was craft food, snacks, and cereal group. And I remember kind of making the promise, okay, God, if you bring me back, um, from this role. I'll do it. I'll do it. Um, you know, bring me back. I, and I said, I'll be out there three years. If it's longer than five, I'm coming back under my own power. But God, if you bring me back, I'll do it. So I finished my assignment uh, with snacks and cereal. Not only did he bring me back, he brought me back as a vice president um, of human resources with Kraft Foods. Um, and I began the aspirancy in 2009. So I'm, I'm one of those who had the call, had the yearning kind of very early. I considered priesthood when I was in high school. Is this something I should consider a, a path? Um, did not choose that path, but later on the call came back um, to pursue the diaconate. Um, I did that and uh, have been blessed by that. So I, what, I, what I say is I was restless until I said yes. I, I, the question was always there. I could never get away from it. It always was out there in front of me through everything that happened in my life, through everything that happened around me. The question was all, always there. And when I said yes, there was this uh, relief and peace. It's amazing. And it's funny how God always kind of works that way, right? Like, and a lot of us will say, well, not, not yet, Lord, not, not yet, you know, yeah. but there's a better time. Can we, can we, can we wait just a little bit? Can we wait, but not yet, but it, it, I, and, and the way it's worked out, I was ordained in 2013, uh, I'm a deacon at Our Lady of Sorrows Basilica on the West side of Chicago. As I said, um, I do serve actually, uh, with the dignity breakfast, which is a breakfast for the homeless, on the second and fourth Saturday of each month where we feed over 250,000, 250, I'm sorry. And I've also served uh, with Provident Ministry, my spiritual director, Father Howard Tewitt, uh, God rest his soul, um, worked with uh, homeless men and women on in the Bronzeville community out of Provident Hospital. Okay. So I work there in conjunction with another deacon um, in, in that capacity for a while and have kept in contact with that community. Awesome. Okay, we're going to take one more quick break and we'll be right back with Deacon Jim Norman. are hiring. Catholic Charities of the Archdiocese of Chicago is looking for mission-driven individuals who want to help make a positive difference in the lives of people in need throughout Cook and Lake Counties. 
Be part of a diverse, talented team of professionals in the largest human services organization in the Midwest. We are dedicated to helping people chart a more stable, happier future for themselves, and we accompany anyone in need, regardless of faith, gender, race, or ethnicity. Competitive salaries and generous benefits add to the satisfaction you'll have every day knowing that you're helping us amplify our impact in Chicago. To see our list of employment opportunities, visit catholiccharities.net. I can't imagine myself going into any other school. Our school fosters growth by being a backbone to our family. My kids are incredibly well-rounded. I see a lot of kindness in them on a daily basis. One of the things I think Catholic schools do well is personalize the learning experience. You can hear joy in the classrooms. I feel that like I'm happy that I am in this kind of school. Our school communities provide students with academic excellence and character education in a supportive and stable learning environment. Come see for yourself. Visit artschicago.org slash findaschool. Catholic Charities has had the privilege of helping people in need in Cook and Lake County for more than 100 years. We would like to take this opportunity to thank our frontline workers who, despite the unprecedented challenges of the past two years, continue to excel at their jobs every day. From the warehouse staff members who pack boxes of nutritious foods for low-income seniors, to the dedicated WIC employees who have remained open for families with children under the age of five, to our volunteers and restaurant partners who ensure that meals are available for those experiencing hunger, to our service coordinators and our professional counselors who continue their vital work in innovative ways, to our food pantry staff and to all those who work at Catholic Charities Call Center, finding solutions for every person who reaches out to us for help. Charity is at the heart of all you do and we salute you. Welcome back to Beyond the Headlines. My name is Joyce Deriga, and our guest today is Deacon Jim Norman. He's the uh, new vicar for deacons in the Archdiocese of Chicago. Welcome back, Deacon Jim. And, you know, we were talking about um, your ministry to um, homeless folks um, before the break. Can That's one of the things that I always find so interesting about the diaconate community in Chicago, because there's so many, and people's ministries are so diverse and they're so wide-ranging. Are you able to speak a little bit to that about some of the different ministries that our deacons are involved in throughout? Oh, the they are wide-ranging, um, but addressing the, the social needs uh, and the times we find ourselves in. Uh, we have deacons that have founded and, and leading programs that help in mental areas of mental health. Uh, we have uh, uh, a deacon, Alfred, Alfred Coleman, who manages the uh, Zacchaeus House, which is helping men transition in, back to independence um, after going through health situations or homelessness or other situations. Uh, there's Hope is on the Way, 
which is a group of men who take their skills and, and help to uh, people rebuild homes, help um, re, you know, remodel, refurbish um, at no cost in the convents, uh, women's shelters. Um, they've even traveled, you know, after Hurricane Katrina, uh, went south and helped uh, re- reestablish uh, convents and schools and homes for, for folks. So there are a wide range. Deacons, um, along with their wives and their parish communities, uh, go to the need um, and, and try to meet that need and fill that need wherever it is. Uh, and so for as many deacons as we have, you will find them not only in the Chicagoland area, but at times um, those needs taking the Chicago deacons outside of Chicago. And can you speak a little bit to the theological background of that? You know, and deacons go back to, you know, way back. Oh, uh, yeah. Deacon, back to um, St. Stephen, which uh, was the first martyred martyr. Uh, of the Catholic Church, I believe. Um, and the notion was in the in Acts, uh, the, the scripture reads like with the apostles saying, it is not right for us to serve a table. And, and so they said, then bring uh, good men of good character and good background to serve, to make sure that the widows and the orphans and the poor and the needy that they were cared for, that the dis- distribution of, of uh, food and clothing was evenly distributed among the co- amongst the community. And so that's how deacons kind of have their start uh, in the Catholic Church. Um, and so they started out in this, in this act of service to the poor uh, and then proclaiming the word of God um, and, and the good news of Jesus Christ, you know, born, um, crucified, died and, and rose again. And, and so they're still doing that, showing the present, the, the notion of the deacon is Christ as servant. So that's why you find deacons and their wives, their families and the deacon communities engaged so heavily in service, places where our community is hurting and in need. Oh, it's, it's really good stuff. We've um, done some stories with Hope is on the Way and on Zacchaeus House and, and the rest of them. Um, so it's pretty, uh, it's exciting. I, I came from, um, originally grew up in the Pittsburgh Diocese, and I think they have deacons now, but we didn't have any deacons. Um, mm. And then I was in uh, Fort Wayne, Indiana, and then here. And so coming here, it was, um, it's inspiring and it's 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 amazing to see how many deacons we have and how how much support um they provide and how it enhances the faith i think of all of the catholic community in in around um, the archdiocese of chicago so if someone what would your recommendation be we have like two minutes left but um if someone listening to this may feel called to the diaconate a man who's listening or um, a woman whose husband might be interested, what would your advice be to them? Uh, go on to the Archdiocese website. Uh, you can look up the Institute for Diaconal Studies. They have a number of explore, exploration sessions and meetings where uh, a potential candidate along with the wife could attend to find out and speak to in, at that session. They'd learn what that path is like, the path of aspirancy through formation. They'd have an opportunity perhaps to meet with other deacons 
deacons and wives to get to understand those roles uh, and the impact on the family uh, for, for you know, pursuing that path. Uh, and then the steps, the actual steps they need to take to be ready to enter into aspirancy. Okay. Well, Deacon Jim, I'm so excited to, to have you on, and I'm sure we'll be talking to you in the future about different uh, different things. And thanks for making the time today. And again, this thanks is- for having us, and thanks for taking the time. And you guys have your own show, so if you go to the YouTube channel um, at the Archdiocese of Chicago's website, you'll have to see Deacon Jim um, hosting his own show there. So. Okay, this is Joyce Dorigo, this is Beyond the Headlines from um, Chicago Catholic. Go visit us at chicagocatholic.com. You can sign up for a subscription for a year for $35, $30, and um, you can sign up for our free newsletter, social media, and see what's going on around the Archdiocese. And until next time, have a gentle and joy-filled day. Bye-bye.